Chapter 1. Restore the Brain, Lose the Weight. Wired to Overeat. Every year, over 10,000 diet books hit the market. Unfortunately, 90% of these books are just shuffling the deck chairs on the Titanic. They're Atkins with a new lipstick. Paleo, 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 or so challenging that if you could exert the energy required by the regimen, you would lose weight by the sheer effort necessary to follow the diet. But here's the most important statistic that anyone considering losing weight should know. Most of the people who manage to lose weight by dieting gain the weight back within the first year. This even includes people who have participated in The Biggest Loser or had their stomach stapled. This is the most repressed statistic in the diet industry. Only three out of every hundred people who reach their goal manage to maintain that weight loss beyond the first year. Take a minute to consider the consequences of that statistic. Visualize yourself as part of a group of 100 enthusiastic, committed people who, through food restriction and significant exercise, manage to burn more calories than they consume each day. Now visualize that this group has the perseverance and stamina to stick to that regimen for months, doing whatever is necessary, and all of the members of this admirable group actually reach their target weight. Hooray! What an amazing achievement! One year later, these hundred extraordinary people reconvene, and to their shock, only three remain at their weight loss goals. The other 97 have either returned to the weight that they were at prior to the regimen, or actually weigh more than when they started the program. Only three, three, not even nine, but three, have managed to keep the weight off. Are we really that spineless? Do we really lack that much willpower? Or is there another explanation? If you conducted a debriefing with the 97 people that could not hang on to their hard-won weight loss, what you would find is that after they attempted to go back to normal eating, they experienced hunger far more often than before the weight loss program. After ending the diet, they also became preoccupied, even obsessed with food. There's a little-known organization named the National Weight Control Registry. Their database tracks individuals that have managed to maintain over 30 pounds of weight loss for more than 12 months. The objective of this organization is to learn why certain individuals are able to hold on to their weight loss. In December 2011, the New York Times published an article where they interviewed some of these extraordinary individuals. The successful dieters shared how they have to be hyper-vigilant to maintain their ideal weight. Many of them still have to count calories every single day. Some of them even call ahead to restaurants before they attempt a meal out. The Times reported that for these individuals, weight maintenance efforts are as much work as losing the weight in the first place. It's a time-consuming, carefully planned, lifelong commitment predicated on unwavering willpower. Far from peaceful thinness, it is very hard work. 
Even spokespersons for national weight loss companies report that the effort required to keep the weight off is as significant as the effort exerted to lose it. Now ponder this question. Why is there a need for an entire organization at a national level to track those who have managed to maintain their weight loss? What does that convey to you about our current methods of losing weight? Let's examine one simple fact. There was a time in our lives when maintaining a healthy weight was not a struggle. There was a time when we were lean without counting anything. There was a time that we did not obsess about food. There was a time when we didn't eat compulsively. How are we different from women who don't have these types of food struggles and are thin? That was the pivotal question that changed my life.